0: From relationships to career, business ownership and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. On today's show, we're going to learn about the requirements for flying drones. Did you know that a license is required even if you are flying your drone on a recreational level? If not, hang around. Things You Should Know Podcast, our focus varies from commonly asked questions like, what are the top email apps for iPhone users or how much does it cost to go to Disney World anyway? To the trending topics of the day, such as are taxes going up or down? And who's Elon Musk? We shed light on things you probably have always wondered about, but you never got around to investigating them yourself. This podcast brings you the answers to your most commonly asked questions and makes you smarter just by listening. Information empowers, and the more information you have, the better decisions you can make, and ultimately, your quality of life is based on the decisions you make. So, thanks for joining the discussion, and make sure that you subscribe today and not miss out on any future episodes of Things You Should Know. Hey, guys, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Things You Should Know. My name is Kelly and I'm your host. It's my pleasure to welcome you in to yet another podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about registering and understanding drone regulations. Uh, A lot of people have drones these days. Maybe you have a drone. Are you aware that there are requirements, including licensing, certifications, Uh, for your drone, even if you are flying it recreationally. And depending on where you're flying, uh, the requirements may be more extensive. I'm going to talk to you about the process that I uh, was involved in in registering my drone and ensuring that I am certified to fly it in my county and in my city. So stick around for that. Guys, welcome uh, first timers. If this is your first time here, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. We've got uh, a litany, uh, awesome archive of podcasts for you to uh, begin to binge and to go through and to learn and to empower yourself. Those of you who are uh dieharders and have been with me since day one welcome back thank you guys for supporting the podcast i truly do appreciate you and today is going to be impactful for you many of us love uh recreational uh activities and i was given a drone for uh, actually, I have two drones. Uh, I got a drone for Christmas about a year or so ago, and then I got a second drone for my birthday last year. Uh, a little bit more upgraded, um, 4K, you know, on the camera. It it flies at about 394 feet, which you'll understand that 400 is the maximum altitude to fly in uncontrolled airspace. And the reason I know that is because recently I had to be certified in order to fly my drone in my county. So today I'm going to kind of walk you through that process and educate you on what you need to do to make sure that you are legal. Yes, legal (laughs) to fly your drone recreationally in your area. Before we get into that, I would like to bring to your attention that Things You Should Know podcast offers a subscription level service where you can dig deeper have a more intimate experience with the podcast at a subscription level. We have two levels of subscription. One is a premier access level where you get things like 24 hour prior access to any episodes. You get some exclusive content, some behind the scenes as well as uh, the ability to ask me your host questions directly, make comments directly through AMA service. And then we have a platinum pro, um, access where you get everything that they're Premiere does, but monthly, monthly, uh, there is a podcast that is recorded that you're invited to attend. You're invited to attend via Zoom where you can talk and ask questions and make comments and just be a part of the show. So we ask that you take a look over at Supercast. I'm sorry, things you should know dot Supercast dot tech things you should Tech is the link. You can go there or you can simply just uh, page down into your show notes. The link should be there as well. It's not even going to interrupt your listening experience. You click on it, you go over and you can subscribe very, very easily. And we thank you in advance. Now, why do we do this? Uh, here at Things You Should Know podcast, we are about taking action, and one of the things that we do and that we strive to do is improve our local communities and ultimately the world. And the way that we do this is by supporting underprivileged and heretofore underprivileged businesses. So, black-owned businesses in your community will receive portions of the subscriptions that you are. Uh, subscribe to in your communities, not just mine, but in yours. So monthly we'll take recommendations. uh, We'll pull whatever we need to do in terms of, um, Information from you queries uh, from the listener as it relates to credible black owned businesses in your communities and make donations on your behalf as a listener and as a subscriber. So we're serious about change in the community and ultimately in the world. And we want you to be part of it. And here's your ticket to do so. So think hard about being a subscriber to things you should know podcast. And we appreciate you. We really thank you in advance. Let's jump over into our content for today. All right. So recently um, I decided I've had my drone for a few months and I've only sort of toyed with it. reason being is because it's it's, um, it's one of the higher model drones, if you will, for for beginners, but it's still sort of complex and you have to kind of learn what it does and how it does i don't want to where i live there are a lot of trees and different things and i've got mother drone caught in a tree before so i'm trying to learn how to fly it before i start flying it so i started taking it out every day and practicing you know i wanted to learn a new thing every day about my drone so one day i would learn how uh to calibrate it the next day i would learn how to make it return home uh one day i would learn how to do headless mode you get the idea. Well, in doing some research, I found out via YouTube, which is awesome, by the way, that you need to be um, certified in order to fly your drone, even if it's recreational. Now, if you're flying a drone and someone's paying you to do it, it's on a whole nother level because you have to have a license. Uh, And these laws are different in every county, in every county. So here's what I found. So I live in a place called Conyers, Georgia. And as of 2017, there's a municipal law that says this city ordinance prohibits the use of drones within the boundaries of the city horse park, which is a big horse park where I live and a a Cherokee golf course. Okay, so in other words, you can't fly the drones in those two areas. It doesn't go into specifics about uh, what you can do in your neighborhood. So you are regulated to state law, which basically says you have to uh, complete a certification. And the certification I'm going to talk to you about in just a few minutes, it walks you through how to operate your drone. Not necessarily how, like from a you know user guide standpoint, but how the law would like you to operate your drone. Example is that you must have your drone in sight at all times you know, you must have it in line of sight. In other words, you can't fly it off so far that you can't see it anymore. You are responsible for your drone. You know, if you have a ailment, let's say if you were flying your drone and you have a stroke or a heart attack and your drone flies into some building or some car on the freeway, and there's some damage, you're going to be responsible for that. So there's a lot of things to consider, even flying your drone recreationally. So I wasn't aware of this. So of course my, Curiosity, I dug into it deeper and I said, you know, I guarantee there's a lot of folks that may listen to the podcast that have drones that don't even know this as well. So I'm bringing it to you today. A couple different websites uh, that I'm giving information from. And number one is the FAA. Number one website that you want to go to is the FAA. The FAA can lead you through the process Of registering your drone. It's called an unmanned aircraft system or a UAS. In addition to that, you can actually register under um, either recreational or part 107 or public aircraft, which means you're being paid. Let's say, for example, a real estate agent wants you to fly over a property they're looking to get some footage to do an advertisement for a property. Okay. They're going to pay you. Well, that's no longer recreational. You have to have a different certification or license for that? Let's say if there is a um, construction project going on and they like to advertise, you know, about that particular facility or building or whatever's going on there, progress, you name it, but they're paying you for the footage. There's a different process. We're going to talk about that. So let's start at the beginning. There's a website called UAV, UAVcoach.com. UAVcoach.com. And what I've been able to do is go to this website and I've been able to look up a multitude of things from drone training to actually buying drones and have different drones on their site as well as the federal drone laws in my state, in my state. So I live in the state of Georgia. So I'm going to suggest that you obviously pull up the information for your state. I'm going to tell you what my state says. There are drone laws that apply to every state in the U S including Georgia, and they are created by the federal government. Here's what mine says. To fly a drone as a commercial pilot, that means you're being paid for your services for flying the drone. You are required to follow requirements of the FAA's Part 107 Small UAS, and remember, UAS means Unmanned Aircraft System. You're required to follow the requirements of the FAA's Part 107 Small UAS Rule Part 107, which includes passing the FAA's aeronautical knowledge test to obtain a remote pilot certificate. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Is an offer we thought you'd be interested in. Are you looking to develop and create stunning coursework? Launch your stunning Academy website in a snap. You can choose from among 50 plus designer made, ready to go, industry specific site templates to launch your website fast and with confidence. It's very simple, very powerful. They're flexible courses. You can wave goodbye to dull educational content. There are countless ways to package and distribute your learning content. Create listed or private courses that can be paid or free courses, or you can drip feed your content to build and to nurture your audience the way that you want. You can create compelling and interactive courses, leverage the most rich library of learning activities, and undoubtedly the most customizable course player in the market to build flexible learning experiences to keep your listeners engaged. And lastly, be the boss of your content and design. Your final course product exactly as you envision it. Preview it as you build it. In real time, get it up and running fast than you ever have imagined. Why don't you go down the show notes, guys, today and uh, click on Learns World If you're interested in building courses that matter, you can monetize, create memberships, create courses and create passive income for yourself. So support our sponsor, LearnsWorld. I'm, I'm completely serious. <laughs> I'm completely serious. Now, to fly a drone as a hobbyist in the state of Georgia for fun, for pleasure, i.e., you are not being paid. If someone gives you a dollar for flying a drone, you are being paid for. it. You need to understand that when you break these uh, requirements or you go beyond these requirements, this is federal law. This is serious. This I know it's a drone. I know it's you got it for your birthday and you got it for Christmas and you and your son are out in the yard playing around. But you got to understand that so many folks have drones. So much stuff goes on these days. This has been regulated at the highest level. And if you are in uh, uh, controlled airspace and you don't know it, you're above 400 feet and you don't know it, you're going to be fined. So you got to take this stuff seriously. All right. So you're a hobbyist. In the state of Georgia, you're required by FAA to take the recreational UAS safety test, which I've done, which I've done. And it's not very hard. It takes about 45 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes, depending on how many times your phone rings, because mine rang a lot. You're also required to follow the FAA's recreational model aircraft rules. What are they? One is that you can't go above 400 feet. My drone, which is a... Um, Holy stone seven hundred d Holy stone seven hundred d in case you're wondering you can pull it up on youtube very good top end starter drone. it only goes to three hundred ninety four feet so good for me, so I can't break that airspace regulation uh the other thing, one of the other rules is you gotta keep it in line of sight you gotta always have eyes on your drone so you know where it is at all times. The other thing is that you can't be in what's called controlled. Airspace. What is controlled airspace? Let's say you live close to a city municipal area, uh, airport, or some sort of facility that is uh, government secure. That is controlled airspace. And you cannot fly in that area without proper approval. And if you do, you'll be subject to FAA uh, regulations, which means fines. Now, one of the rules that uh, of your drone, uh, and, and I meet this requirement, your drone weighs more than 55.55 uh, pounds, 250 grams. You'll need to pay $5 to get it registered. There are additional rules when it comes to airspace and altitude, some I shared with you already. Keeping your drone within the line of sight, which I've already told you, and more. When you take the uh, certification test, All you have to do is have a decent aptitude for reading and you can pass the test. It's not, you know, you know, trigonometry or anything. Now, to fly a drone as a government employee in the state, uh, you may either operate under the FAA's Part 107 or you need to obtain a federal certificate of authorization, which is called a COA. All right. So what does the state of Georgia say in regard to drones? Drone operation is prohibited in Georgia state parks and historic sites. Newsflash: Drones are prohibited in every state park. I found out. So you go to Yellowstone and you're thinking you're going to fly your drone? Not happening. Not happening. You you, you got to know this stuff and. This is new to me, so that's why I'm bringing it to you. Just do your research. I was surprised because I would think in a park, uh, public parks, a space area, you, you'd be great. Nope, can't do it in federal state parks. Occasionally, waivers are approved for professional commercial projects, however, which may generate revenue in other ways to help promote the site. So if the Yellowstone decides I want to do a commercial for Yellowstone Park, and we want more people to come. And this is being approved by Yellowstone. And FAA says, yeah, this is great. We're going to get more folks to Yellowstone's part, Then you're good to go. But just Joe going in with his drone. Joe's going to be in trouble. Um, a commercial film photography request application would be involved in a request like that. And of course, uh, prior approval would be necessary. Uh, In the state of Georgia, if you go to the site, local drone laws in the state are listed by county. So I've given you my city, which is city of Conyers. They list the city of Augusta, Stone Mountain Park. Uh, As a matter of fact, Stone Mountain Park says ordinance prohibits the use of drones at the park for both recreational or commercial. So, again, you would think, hey, I'm going to Stone Mountain Park. I'm going to hang out with my family today. I'm just going to take my drone. We'll be out there, barbecue, doing whatever. I can take my drone. Well, No. No, the state ordinance says the park prohibits, prohibits the use of drones at this particular location, whether it's recreational or commercial. Now, of course, on this uh, site, they encourage you to take a drone class and drones are so sophisticated nowadays, which is one of the reasons why I'm really just now getting into mine is I don't want to lose it. It costs too much to actually send it up and then it gets caught in the top of a tree. You can't get it down or it falls somewhere. You don't know where it is. Uh, You really need to know what you're doing. And because so many people are around you or could potentially be around, you could be affected by a drone that falls uh, in the wrong location, whether it's on the highway or on a street or into someone's home or on someone's property. You need to be aware and alert at all times. And You need to know how to operate your drone. Now, you can go to FAA.gov and you can register your drone. Where do you go? You go to getting started. And after you hit getting started, you click on register your drone. You have an unnamed aircraft system. It must be registered with the uh, FAA. When registering your drone, you must select to register under part 107. Remember, part 107 is when you're going to get paid or the exception for recreational flyers, which includes me. I'm not getting paid. I just want to be in compliance because I am flying mine recreational in the correct areas. One of the things you want to do is get started. All drones must be registered except those that weigh less than 55.55 pounds. Okay, if yours is 0.55 pounds, no problem. Drones registered under Part 107 may be flown for recreational purposes as well as under Part 107. Drones registered under the exception of recreational flyers cannot be flown for Part 107. Basically, it's saying if you have a certificate, which I do, my certificate says the recreational UAS safety test has been passed and completed. I have a certificate. I have a authentication code, a token that's only specific to my registered drone. So if I'm out in public somewhere and I'm flying my drone and some Park official, if someone asks me, Am I certified? I should have a copy of this document to show them that I have completed this particular certification. I am aware of the FAA regulations as it relates to flying drones recreationally. (laughs) I keep laughing because I see these as toys. But they've gotten so sophisticated and people are doing so many things with them that the FAA has so heavily regulated this. And it's it's a little humorous. Now, how do you register? If you go to the site, you're going to need your email address, physical address, and you're making model of your drone. And you're going to need a credit card. If yours is heavy, you're going to pay that $5. Or if you're registering for the Part 107, it's going to cost. Registration fees for the Part 107 cost $5 per drone, and they're valid for three years. Three years. If you get an exception of recreational flyers registration, which I have, and yours costs, I'm sorry, weighs more than 5 dollars then it's $5, and it's also valid for three years. Once registered, the drone registration cannot be transferred between the types Of licensing. In other words, if you registered for an exception for recreational flyer drone, which I have, which means I registered to say I'm not being paid. But if a friend of mine who's a realtor says, I will pay you for, you know, flight footage of a property that I'm representing, I can't switch over to the part 107 license or certificate. If I want to do that, I have to go through the process of registering as part 107. Okay, they're not interchangeable. In order to register your drone, you've got to be 13 years of age or older. You must be a U.S. citizen or a permanent resident. And for foreign operators, the FAA will consider the certificate issue to be a recognition of ownership rather than a certificate of U.S. aircraft registration. Here's what I'd say. Go to FAA.gov and click on this information and decipher what it is you need to do. The reason for the podcast today is just to alert you. Maybe you didn't know. I didn't know. I've had my drone. I've been fooling around with it for the last few months and it just occurred to me. Uh, I looked at this video one day and I thought, man, do I need to be certified? What are the laws in my county? I don't want to be out of compliance. I saw a couple that were being um, threatened with about a hundred thousand dollars fine because they operate their drone and they use the footage for youtube yeah they're getting you know at um you know revenue from youtube and they're using the footage but they say they were doing it recreational but the government says no no no. if you're getting paid for this and you're using the footage for your youtube channel then guess what you re- you require a different license and if you fly your drone again without that license you could get up to a hundred thousand dollar fine I'm just telling you, it, this, is, this is very interesting. <laughs> so anyway, at Things You Should Know, we bring you the obscure sometimes, and this is uh, information I think you should know. Uh, I'm a hobbyist. I love flying drones at some point. Maybe I will fly for uh, profit. I, I've talked to people before. Uh, I've got to get a lot better at it, quite honestly, though. Uh, I've talked to many people before that make quite a bit of money flying their drones for different companies for different reasons, and at least now we know what we need to do in order to be compliant. So hopefully this has been enlightening. If nothing else for you today, if you are a drone owner, go out and make sure that you are in compliance with the FAA. Head on over to FAA.gov and go through the information that I provided for you as it relates to how to register your drone. In addition to that, go ahead and take your certification test at UAVCoach.com, UAVCoach.com, and make sure you're in compliance. We'll see you in about 24 hours. I'm sorry, 48 hours with some more new content. Have a good one. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.